It's Wednesday, February 1st, 2023. Coming up on the program today, blubbering like a fool because you got caught jerking off to celebrity deepfake porn. Plus, the commie cocksuckers are at it again. Finding a rogue human penis rolling around a gas station parking lot. And elderly dragons can be bad parents, too. Oh no! After a drunken night of partying, Jem and the Holograms have been convicted of their second DUI! It's only a matter of time before the photos get out! Let's make sure Jerrica looks her best with the new Mugshot Makeover Kit! Jim and the Holograms here is so outrageous! We better do something about that! Let's brush out the twigs, gum, and cigarettes! I love what you did with their hair! She's still wearing only fishnet stockings and nipple clamps! Look who else just got arrested! The Misfits, Roxy Stormer and Pizzazz! They were all busted during a prostitution sting! And while detained, they just threatened to kill the president! The Misfits are so daring! Maybe their arrest will take some of the heat off of Gem and the Holograms! The mugshot makeover kit is truly outrageous! Gem and her friends sold separately! The Misfits, Pizzazz, Roxy and Stormer each sold separately with Cassette from Hasbro! Gem! The Distorted View Show with Tim Henson. I'm going to touch the feces and masturbate with it. Makes my bitch ass sissy pussy quiver. That's what we call the watermelon hole. Fill them pipes, bitches. Try new peanut butter eggs. It's just a fun thing. Tim Henson back here with you for the Wednesday podcast. Have a uh, great one for you today. Uh, You know, for the past uh, 24 to 48 hours, the live streaming community, uh, they've been dealing with a lot. Now, I went into this knowing very little about the situation. And uh, uh, to be quite frank, I still don't know very much. Uh, Regardless, I began watching clips to sort of piece together what was happening. My first thought when I when I started watching these videos was that, uh, oh, a prominent streamer died or something, because that was the mood I was getting. So I I'm positive all of you saw what happened with Atrioc today during a stream. He lost his heroic battle with IBS and passed away. I'm sorry, I read that wrong. He passed gas. Now, these streamers are very somber. In reality, as far as I can tell, the dude, Atriac, was just caught on stream with a Chrome browser of some porn open. Oh, yes. It wasn't even like, you know, that kind of porn that'll get you in trouble. Hi, Galileo2333. Right, the kind of porn that Galileo2333 likes. If you're new to the program, there's a reason why we call him pedophile from the future, Galileo 2333. Listen, I had to know, what what, what exactly did this guy get in trouble for? What was he looking at? Apparently, he got on some porn site and found uh, some deep fakes of other live streamers like Pokimane and some streamer named Maya. Now, nothing explicit was shown on his stream. There was just uh, Chrome tabs that gave it all away. I don't even know why this guy felt the need to apologize. Men jerking off is not exactly breaking news. Everyone knows we do it. Maybe there's a piece of the puzzle I'm missing or something. Uh, let me play you a little bit of his apology. I, I can only find clips. There's, a, there's, a, you know, I can't see, I can't find the full uh, stream. Unfortunately, I would love to really analyze the whole fucking thing. And then fucking at 2 a.m. You know, I've been, I've been watching so much fucking, I've been reading so much fucking AI stuff. I'm reading all this fucking stuff about AI and and uh, and fucking 
deepfake music, deepfake art and everything. I mean, it all checks out. Then he ran across the term deepfake porn. He was curious. It was late. He thought, oh, maybe a late night tug will get me relaxed enough to fall right to sleep. Yeah, I can do research and masturbate at the same time. It makes total sense. In discords. And I was, it just feels so embarrassing to me. But I was on fucking Pornhub, dude. I was on fucking. I know that's where I do all of my AI research. It feels so embarrassing to me. But I was on fucking Pornhub, dude. I was on a fucking regular ass normal fucking website. And there was an ad. There's an ad on every fucking video for this fucking. So I know other people must be clicking it because oh. it's on every fucking video. Other people do it, so it must be okay. For fucking defect thing. And then I click it. Monster. And I'm fucking in this fucking rabbit hole. And at 2 a.m., I fucking. I, I don't know. I got morbidly curious and I click something and I and I it's just fucking it's it's gross It's gross and I'm sorry. I really am. I really fucking am. What the hell is this guy apologizing for and crying? I don't understand. He knew it was a deep fake. It's labeled as a deep fake. It's not like he was streaming this. You know what I mean? He was in a dimly lit room by himself cock in hand doing what we all do yeah, that. In case you needed an audio assist there. I'm pretty sure the tears are because he was caught and he's being shamed, right? Because if he wasn't caught, I don't think there would be much remorse there. It's just fucking, it's it's gross. It's gross and I'm sorry. I really am. I really fucking am. Oh, porn is so nasty, isn't it? Yeah. It's not. I'm off the stuff. I don't know. It's, it's so embarrassing. I just really want to get across. It's not like a fucking pattern of behavior. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I don't, I don't oh know God. what I want to say or not, but, uh, I just hate doing this on stream, man. This is not what my stream's about at all. It should be. You finally got me interested in something you're doing. I, I, as far as I'm concerned, it's the first worthwhile thing you've ever done. You know, you done did fucked up when you got distorted views attention. Serious. I'm going to come to this guy's defense a little bit here. I mean, I think... You know, what he watched, that video, is uh, ethically more righteous. <laughs> that might not be the right word, righteous. But I think it's it's, it's ethically more uh, correct, sound, morally right, than the crap I was masturbating to in the early days of the internet. You know, we were all looking up celebrities, and you, you find Gina Davis's head poorly cropped and haphazardly cut and pasted on a nude body whose skin tone was wildly different, right? Some were convincing. Most were not, but they were all being passed off as real candid shots of stars. I mean, I don't have to tell you that I uh, I was not searching for Gina Davis. When I was 15, I was mostly whacking off to stars of ABC's TGIF lineup. No one underage, but like Balky from Perfect Strangers. I was curious. That surfer stoner guy from Step by Step who was like, Later accused of domestic violence. I mean, that shit's hot. You know I'm into those bad boys. Now, compare uh, that to the videos that this guy was watching on Pornhub. While more technically advanced, sure, they're at least labeled as fake. It's right in the goddamn name. Deep fake. Deep fake. Deep fake. I can't believe it, but this guy goes on. He talks about how he he wants to be a good person, and the stream is supposed to be a beacon of light for women or some bullshit. I don't stream know. To like create a pattern of behavior where I really want, especially women on Twitch, to feel safer. Like I, uh, we call fucking booba spam cringe. We don't do that there. I've never made like a fucking weird 
I don't know, seat sniffing joke. I've never done anything like that. I'm sorry. <laughs> this apology has just crossed over into new territory. It is epic. At this point, he's trying to explain that he's uh, he's a good person overall. I mean, you know, he's never done one of those seat sniffing videos. Can we give this man a slow clap? I mean, what a true ally to all females. Somehow he managed to refrain, even though the temptation had to have been there. Uh, he refrained from recording himself smelling the empty seat of a chair previously occupied by a woman, even though that seat was still warm. Oh, and it may have contained a little bit of lady sweat, maybe some pusset juice, yeasty droppings, or strong period smells with notes of copper and cardamom. So yeah, he's never done a seat smelling video, and you have the audacity to question his commitment to gender equality. Yeah, you turn this video around. Make yourself the victim here. Weird, I don't know, seat sniffing joke. I've never done anything like that. I've never done anything like that on a stream. And we don't tolerate any sex behavior in the chat. We ban it on site. And, uh, and like I've done this consistently over and over and over. I promise you, I'm only a creep in my personal life. We all are, dude. Don't feel bad. I think all of us just need to take a moment and think about the shit we do when no one's looking. The porn we're watching. The shit we're secretly into that we don't tell anyone. I mean, I have no problem saying things like, I'm into Belky from Perfect Strangers. In my fantasy, every time I pull down my pants, I'm like, uh, I'm, I, I, I get all bashful. I'm like, oh, Belky, you're such a man. What would you want with uh, a tiny dick little fatso like me? I'm hideous. And then he looks at me deep in my eyes and he says, uh, don't be ridiculous. And I just melt and come so hard. It is, well, it is ridiculous. Now, because this is the internet, every bad thing that happens is the worst thing you could possibly do. And it turns into a huge scandal. This Atrioc thing is no different. Comments are flying like, the truth of what Atrioc did is more than just deep fakes. And it goes beyond him. It goes to all men. They need to take accountability. Like, what? I do have audio of one of the victims. This is not Pokimane. Uh, I don't know what uh, this streamer's name is, but apparently there was a deep fake of her on uh, Pornhub. I want to go live because this is what pain looks like. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I understand. Like, it would be shocking if I saw a nude video of me on the internet and it was, you know, a deep fake. I get it. As a guy, I would ultimately think it's funny especially if it's labeled deep fake it's like you're not fooling anyone with this and you have to know that guys are masturbating these are hot tub streamers guys like the way you look and they, and they fantasize about you if that wasn't uh on the table these guys would not be subscribed to you i mean why else i mean why, i mean are these are they are they that interesting you would think if they were that interesting, they wouldn't be in the hot tub all the time. Maybe they're good gamers. I, look, I don't know. I, 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 this is not my world, right? I'm just, I'm an outsider commenting on this. I probably have no place to, but I'm going to anyway. Now, what I would be upset about is like, okay, there's a deep fake of me on Pornhub racking up millions of views because who wouldn't want to see naked Tim Henson getting railed by a big, strong foreign man from the island of Mipos? But I'm not seeing any of that money being uh, generated, right? I mean, give me a cut. That's my face, man. That's why people are jerking it. 
I think I deserve like a, a royalty or something like that. I can understand being upset about. Be flattered that someone cares enough about you that they go through the trouble to make a deep fake. It's like um fan art, you know. I want to go live because this is what pain looks like. This is what it looks like. Okay. Okay. Fuck the fucking internet. Fuck the constant exploitation and objectification of women. It's exhausting. Fuck Atrioc for showing it. Oh, come on. It's not like he was playing the video for his audience. It was a Chrome tab. I saw a screenshot. Like, I, I didn't see the actual video, but I saw a screenshot of the moment that, that the tab was displayed. I couldn't even tell what the fuck it was. These stupid nerds who watch this stuff, they, like, analyze every pixel, right? If they see that a streamer, like, uh, displays his desktop for a second, they're like, ah, what has he got on there? What can we get him for? We got, you know, like, they're, they're, they're trying to nail him. Okay, so she's fuck, she's mad at Atrioc here, of course. Objectification of women? It's exhausting. Fuck Atrioc for showing it to thousands of people. Fuck the people DMing me pictures of myself from that, from that website. Fuck you all. If you are able to look at women who are not selling themselves or benefiting off of being seen sexually. Oh, okay. So she is upset about the money thing. Okay. I'm with you, honey. They're not benefiting. They're not I'd be selling raging it. They're too. not platforming it themselves. If you are able to look at that, you are the problem. Like, would you be that upset if it was posted on DeviantArt? You know, like one of those... Uh... You see women as an Fan object. art communities. You should not be okay. Look, can't she just go on Pornhub and issue a takedown notice? Be like, hey, that's my face. I'm not okay with this. Then it should not be a part of my job to have to pay money to get this stuff taken down. Well, that is shitty as well. So I, I'm kind of with her on this. It should not be part of my job to be harassed, to see pictures of me nude spread around it should not be something that is found on the internet it shouldn't be that's that shouldn't be a part of my job look every business owner has to deal with this maybe not deep fakes but there's plenty of things that you don't really anticipate when you start working for yourself i thought i would just be doing uh, you know exclusive shows for paying members but i also you know i'm tech support i deal with people who give me money calling me faggot all the time and i just have to take it because I'm a whore, basically. Do I like being called faggot on the voicemail line? Depends on my mood. Some days I'm just in that faggot mindset. Other days I'm alpha male Tim. Those days are few and far between, but come on. Alpha males don't want to be called faggot. But I put up with it, I deal with it, and I put a faggy little smile on my face. That's what it means to run your own business. You take the good, you take the bad, you take them both. And there you have the facts of self-employment. You don't have to flip burgers at Wendy's, which is nice, but occasionally you get called a slur, too. And the fact that it is, is exhausting. Okay, I'm sorry. And the person that made that... Are you kidding me? She added music to the end of this. And the person that made that website? I'm going to fucking sue you. I promise you. With every part of my soul, I'm going to fucking sue you. That's all I have to say. I mean, why does everyone have to be so goddamn extra when they do this shit? It kind of loses some of the sincerity when there's, like, production elements to your rage video. That means you really, you know, you watch this video over and over, all right? Where where should the soundtrack come in? Oh, right before I say I'm going to fucking sue you, that'll be good. Like, no one is genuine or honest, especially live streamers. Fuck you, Atrioc.
And fuck you to anyone who's watching this porn. And to the asshole who created this deep fake. I want you to know one thing. I will sue you. Thanks for watching, guys. If you enjoyed this video, don't forget to like and subscribe. Also, this weekend is my Tits Out Nighty Party live stream. It starts at 7 p.m. on Friday. I asked all the girls coming over to bring their favorite butt plugs. We're going to throw them in the hot tub and see which ones sink. It's going to be so much fun. Well, there you go. That's the latest live stream drama. If you have anything to add uh, to this, maybe you can clue me in on why this is such a scandal. Call into the voicemail line, 206-666-4463, or shoot me an email, show at distortedview.com. Otherwise, I just, I don't care enough to do research on my own. Thank you. Moving on, a couple other clips I wanted to share with you before we get into the news. Our good friend Norman Wicks is back. Surprise, surprise, he's not in a good mood. Norman and his son are homeless, and they're currently camped out at, uh, like, a lumber yard or some sort of lumber company. It's called Par Lumber. They've parked their car outside of this business, and uh, Norman says the owners gave him the okay. He's allowed to be there. Yet it's interesting that uh, in this particular video, he says, uh, in the description at least, Par Lumber has been able to get the city to attempt to evict us from the spot where we are. Evict us. You're in a car. This isn't an apartment. Go away. You don't need to let me know anything. This is the United States of America, not a communist country. I believe this is the younger Norman Wicks. Yeah, there's two of them. There's Norman Wicks Sr. and Jr. Sometimes I can't tell the difference. They're both so very crotchety. Anyway, here he is having a civil conversation with uh, either a police officer or a security guard for Par Lumber. I can't get a good look at this country. guy. Go away, commie bastard, you liberal cocksuckers. <laughs> get out of here. Go away. Get the fuck out of here, you commie bastard. Go away, you communist motherfuckers. Go away, you commie bastard. You commie asshole. Get lost. You're harassing me. Go away. I told you enough. Get lost. Norman doing his best here to smooth things over with Par Lumber. He's really de-escalating the situation. Look, here's a little tip. If you're camping out on someone's property illegally, calling them commie cocksuckers not the best way to show that you appreciate what they're doing for you. No, you need to leave. This is harassment. This is the United States of America, not a communist country like Russia or China. Get the fuck out of here. You're harassing me. Go away. Leave. More criminals should try this tactic. Just tell the cops to leave. You're bothering me. This is the United States of America. You got a flag on your shoulder and you're a communist motherfucker. Maybe he is a cop. He's got a flag on his shoulder. You understand me? Uh, okay. This is the United States of America. I can come and go freely as I feel. Given to me by the United States of the government. Yeah, he has a lot of opinions about uh, his rights. The thing that's always fascinating to me is that uh, sometimes his tactic works. He's so loud. Sometimes these security guards and police officers are just like, we'll just come back. We're going to come back later. Like, they don't want to deal with it. I'm pretty sure the, the security guard here says, I'll be back later. You fucking assholes. Get lost. You understand? You don't need to say shit to me. Yeah, but why do they have to get lost? They have every right to be there, just like uh, you do, apparently. The camera angles are always so weird. I wish I could get a wide angle view of what's going on because not only do they have a car, 
They kind of, then they like set up a tent next to the car. Then there's like a flower pot. They're really making it their home, almost. Like, it's, it's very homey. Boss! Ah! You understand? You don't need to say shit to me. You just need to go about your business. Get lost. Go away. I don't have to answer none of your commie fucking questions. Get out of here, you commie assholes. <laughs> go fuck yourself, you commie motherfucker. Call a cocksucker again. I think they drive a PT Cruiser. Certainly a car for assholes. You know, it's funny. Occasionally, Norman will uh, do live streams in his car where he just, uh, you know, talk complains about stuff, basically. But at uh, in one of these live streams, he notices the chat. I don't know if uh, you guys were in the chat. I don't know if these are DV listeners, but uh, they were saying mean things like uh, you two live for the drama. Like and it's kind of true. They are they are drama queens. Cats, uh, you two live for the drama. 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 Yeah, right. We, we live for the drama. Some retard is saying right now. See, people that are retarded, they will send uh, messages. You better put some money into the R word jar like that. And it's usually a cop. Or some degenerate, okay? Anybody in their right mind would feel at least a little sympathetic towards a 79-year-old senior citizen who's severely disabled. Yeah, see, that's, that's like the starting point. 79-year-old disabled man, okay, there's some sympathy there. But then, what if that 79-year-old disabled man is a complete fucking dick? Yeah, our opinions on you change a little. Don't get me wrong, you're... Quality entertainment. I love you guys. I'm not going to play much more here, but Norman says that his son takes care of him and gets paid no money for it. No one will give him money. I guess he wants state money for his kid to take care of him. That's not how that works, I guess. But uh, the state did say, look, we will put you up in an assisted living facility. Norman did not like that. But what they'll do, though, is put me in an adult foster care home where I was being imprisoned by the owner. I would They wouldn't let me out. They were abusive to me physically. They tied me up with wire. You do sometimes get out of control, but that's not the worst of it, freaks. And abused me with using the other residents who were shitters. That's all they did all day was shit everywhere. And I told dude, I said, no. Get these people away from me. They can't come in the living room with shit in their pants and watch TV with me. They have to watch their own TV in their own room. You know, things like that they were doing to me. Yeah, his theory here is that uh, the staff was doing this to him on purpose. They got the patients to shit their pants and then uh, make them sit close to Norman Wicks in the community room when they watch TV. No, sir, I don't like that. I don't blame Norman necessarily, but I don't think this was, you know, some sort of planned thing. Look, it's a it's a house or a facility full of old people, 80, 90 year old. They're going to shit their pants. You'll have that occasionally. Well, there's your Norman Wicks update. Finally, today, uh, our good friend Mead Skelton held a live stream recently. Unfortunately, I couldn't listen live, but I do have some clips here. First up, uh, someone in the chat wrote. Mead, I'm having problems with my Korean neighbors. Any advice? I believe this is called baiting. And Mead took it. 
with my Korean neighbors. That'd be funny. That'd be a fun song to do. What do I do with my Korean neighbors? Should I offer them a dog to eat? <laughs> yeah. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, we had a shooting, didn't we, recently? <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, me angry Chinese. <laughs> me angry Chinese. Me shoot up uh, a Chinese New Year. <laughs> yeah. Angry Chinese. <laughs> yeah, well, that's Mead. He loves doing that Chinese voice. Someone in the chat did get uh, Mead to say Jagu, though. Uh, Jagu, Chaco Taco. <laughs> I'm getting a lot of new folks tonight, folks. Yeah, is that my Twitter yeah, feed? Is, I'm really blowing up. This is my Twitter. Every my single person in there, <laughs> aside from maybe one, is a distorted view listener. Twitter coming on. And yet Mead refuses to collaborate with me. How ungrateful. I've done so much for him. Jagu. Oh, well, getting a sound clip of Mead saying Jagu is kind of worth it, though. Jagu. 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 Jagu to you. In what is probably the most shocking moment of the live stream, Mead confessed that he has a lot in common with that Idaho murder suspect accused of, like, killing four college girls. Oh, I've been following. Have you all been following the uh, Idaho four murder case? Uh, there's this guy named Brian Koberger, and I'm just astounded at how much he's like me. Um, he made comments that I would make, like he said that, that the girls had good birthing hips. I, I know I've said it before. Mead has the capacity to become a serial killer. We all need to be on high alert. This is just further proof. That Brian Koberger, he's laying out a blueprint for Mead. Um, he made comments that I would make, like he said that, that the girls had good birthing hips. Well, that was my pickup line in high school. <laughs> I still can't believe that every girl Mead is interested in ends up threatening to file a restraining order. It just doesn't make any sense. So we have a lot in common. <laughs> Although he was really heavy, but he lost all his weight and I never lost all mine. You know, I still have those last 60 pounds to lose. But anyway, I don't know, folks. Do y'all think Brian Koberger is innocent or guilty? I was just reading an article on this guy. Um, and apparently a couple months before the murders, a bar... I guess, you know, some bar that Brian went to um, had to issue a warning to Coe Berger. He, he was warned about his interactions with women working and frequenting at a bar. Like he would just harass them, I guess. Say stuff like, you got nice birth and hips. Staff said, hey, this guy makes creepy comments. Keep an eye on him. He'll have a few drinks and get a little too comfortable. I think he might be innocent. He might have been framed. Framed? There were four murders. Hard enough to frame someone for one murder, let alone four. And wh why would they do that? Just, Mead, come on. I think Mead just likes this guy. He sees a lot of, of himself in Brian Goberger. I think he might be innocent. He might have been framed. You know, those gals were party gals. And that house in Idaho was a hotbed for drugs and drinking. I'm not saying those gals deserve to be murdered. It's just that I'm not surprised it happened. After all, they were bitches. I mean, why would they refuse Brian? He seems like a nice guy. Go on a date with him. As they say, take a chance on romance. Yeah. <laughs> Other similarities between Koberger and uh, Mead Skelton. Uh, Koberger uh, was a, a loner. He made disparaging remarks about the LGBTQ community. 
His favorite beverage was sweet tea. I made that last one up. Someone said that he stared a lot. That's a real one. I could see Mead being someone who stares creepily at women. I was reading another article and apparently like uh, this dude's DNA was found all over the place, like on the sheath of the knife at the crime scene. That's kind of incriminating right there. Meanwhile, Mead's like, I think he might be innocent because these girls were sluts. <laughs> Detective Skelton is on the case. But I was just thinking of how, many, how much we have in common. <laughs> You know, we're both probably virgins. Yeah, that will drive a man to murder. Any last thoughts, Mead? Yes, just because you're a virgin and you have incel rage does not make you a mass murderer. Remind me to isolate that audio for further use. Thank you very much, Mead. All right, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist and the fucked up news right now. <laughs> Guys, I could sure use your help. Distorted View relies on the kindness of you freaks. Of course, this isn't some sort of charity. I'm not a charity case, per se. I provide hours of quality-ish entertainment every week. Sign up for the Sideshow right now at superfreaksideshow.com and get even more DV. I typically do two Sideshow exclusive episodes Every week, you also get access to the entire archive of programs, all for the very, very, very low price of $6.99 a month, which is actually even less when you choose the uh, quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. The Sideshow has been around since uh, 2007? I can never remember if it's 2006 or 2007. Doesn't matter. It's been around a long time. Support Distorted View daily today, and you'll grab a, a specialized RSS feed that you can plug into most podcasting apps, plus yearly uh, archives of the older shows. Again, just check out SuperFreakSideshow.com. Now, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts to listen to DV, I got some great news. It's even easier to sign up. There's just, just you pick up your phone, search for Distorted View on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and you'll see a link to subscribe to Sideshow content. Bing, bang, boom, right? Uh, all of the uh, new exclusive shows will appear alongside uh, the free programs in the feed. So that's uh, pretty convenient and easy. I'm bending over backwards to make this easy for you because I'm all about customer service. Ting. Uh, yes, check out superfreaksideshow.com and distortedview.com for more information. Again, thank you so much to all of my Sideshow members. They are the reason I am able to continue doing the show. There is one last way to help support DV. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. I'm getting ready to unveil a fun little project. It's nothing big, but uh, patrons will get to see it and uh, help me out with it first before I release it to, to the unsuspecting, soon-to-be horrified world. So uh, get in on the ground floor. Uh, pledge at least $1. You'll, that's all it takes. $1 and you become a uh, patron. If you pledge at least 5 you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. A lot of people uh, partake in that. Remember, I was telling you people pay $5 just to call me the F word. Ultimately, I'm okay with it. It's like me giving you the F word card. If you're a straight person and you're like, oh, I missed the days when I could call a queer a faggot. Well, you can get it all out of your system. Just pledge $5. Say it all you want. Call a phone number. It's worth it if you ask me. All right, there you go. Patreon.com slash distorted view. Three very quick stories now. First up. Lately, the, uh, the hot topic, right, has been uh, trans rights. 
and drag queen story hour and grooming. You know, there are all these stories about uh, people who uh, are trans, went through gender reassignment and are happy. They're they're living their best life, which is great. But then every once in a while, you'll get the story where like, someone thought they were trans and then they got the gender reassignment surgery and then they realized they fucked up. They're like, oh, my God. This isn't what I thought it was going to be. Being a woman sucks. Just ask Pokimane. And she's like a really successful woman, like rich. But, you know, not not every woman can pull off Twitch hot tub streams. For the majority of women, life truly does suck. And that goes for trans women as well. So welcome to the club, ladies. Anyway, those stories seem to be the ones that uh, like conservatives like to grab onto like see there's so much regret people did you know decide that they they want to be a woman and they don't want to be a woman it's just a mess well today i've got a more extreme version of that this is kind of like a glimpse into the future you know in the 90s and the 2000s the fight for equality kind of left out uh trans people for the most part we were taking baby steps right Let's show Ellen DeGeneres diking out on television. That show quickly got canceled, right? And then Will and Grace came on the air, and then uh, people were starting to get a little more comfortable with the idea of homos in their life. And then, of course, you know, uh, the gay marriage thing happened. And then after that, we really started to focus on trans issues. All right, now it's their turn. I envision in, I don't know, 20 years or so, the next big fight for equality is going to be for genderless dragons. And people like genderless dragons. I don't know if that's offensive to say. People. I don't know if they want to be if they want to be referred to as people. They're genderless dragons. We're gonna have to come up with some new pronouns for these things, right? Anyway, I've got a story about a genderless dragon here. This is not a, a fantasy sci-fi story. This is a real story in the news. Uh, a former banker who covered their body in tattoos and piercings in a bid to become the world's first genderless dragon. A true trailblazer is speaking out about the dramatic body transformation. Is this the same guy that we have featured before on the on the podcast? I'm starting to think he's just making stuff up to get in the news. He might be after attention here. To Matt Legion Medusa. <laughs> See what I mean? Uh, to Matt Legion Medusa, 61, who hails from Texas, has spent the past decade undergoing an epic metamorphosis into a mythical monster. In an interview with YouTuber Anthony Padilla, Medusa, who was born Richard Hernandez and now use they them pronouns. OK, well, there you go. Explained they were working as a high flying financer, but then decided they could no longer partake in corporate conformity. Quote, I was in my late 40s prior to me living my life as the freak that I am. That's right. You own it. You fire breathing freak. You. All right. Uh, he also goes. Or they also go by the name uh, Dragon Lady Medusa online, which is very gendered, almost too gendered, if you ask me. Um, I already had 79 piercings and most of them were hidden. The ones that weren't, I could take out every day and put them back in, which is what I used to do. Oh, it's so sad. There's like a picture of him prior to all of his, uh, you know, dragon modifications. I mean, he does have a lot of piercings, but otherwise normal. I mean, he's also kind of into leather stuff, a little leather hat there and a little leather strap and gloves and stuff. But not a bad looking guy. But now I mean, I'm going to do it. Maybe I can do like a side by side picture and post it um, in the chapter artwork and featured image over there at distortedview.com and superfreaksidejo.com because uh, the transformation truly is shocking. 
He's got no nose, just holes. And he's got like reptile bumps on, uh, you know, where his eyebrows should be. And he's all, every, every inch of him is like tatted and he has green eyes. Medusa is estranged from their adult son. <laughs> I think that's this is like the main point of the article. The devastation this transformation has caused his family. Yes, uh, you know, what's, what's really interesting is this guy is like old, uh, you know, like not elderly, but he's getting there, right? He's in his 60s. You see a picture of this thing and you, you think he's going to sound a certain way, but he, he sounds just like an old guy. My son hasn't been in my life for seven years. I'm hoping that he is at least watching me on the Internet because the reason I mean? I'm out there in such a big way. Nana, is, is that you talking? You know what I mean? It sounds like an old woman. Dragon Lady. Medusa had long dreamed of adding more prominent piercings and tattoos, which weren't appropriate for the world of finance. So they subsequently quit their career and embarked on pursuing their dragon dreams. Again, we've covered this person before. This dragon before. Uh, you know, they, they split their tongue, $80,000 of horn implants on their forehead. Just a colossal waste of time and money. If I was the son, I'd be upset too. That was my college fund. Uh, the dragon's adult son doesn't understand the extreme makeover. Quote, the relationship or the connection with my son has changed. At the time when I started my transformation, my son had already turned 16 and he rejected me at that point in my life. At least this guy waited until the son was almost an adult, you know. Could you imagine going through with this when the kid was like four? Scare that little fucker right off. Like, I know you, you spent $80,000 on horns. I hope you set aside a few thousand for therapy. The kid's going to need it. All right. My son hasn't been in my life for seven years. I'm hoping that he is at least watching me on the internet because the reason I'm out there in such a big way is for him. Ah. Uh, meanwhile, Medusa is on a mission to prove that you can be both successful and forge an unconventional path at the same time and encourage all people stuck in corporate careers to pursue their authentic truth. Look, I'm all for dragon people and trans species but I refuse to add another letter to that LGBTQIA thing. Enough is enough. If you add a letter, you got to take a letter off. I think we should start with Q. Is, isn't Q questioning? No one's questioning anymore. They just dive right into this shit. I'm gay now. I'm trans. I'm a dragon. There's no period where you're pondering or questioning anymore. Just take that Q right out of there. Replace it with D. LGBTD. The D is for dragon. Obviously. IA plus. All right. Uh, second story we have for you. Here in America, you know, airlines, nickel and dime you for everything. Baggage fees are getting outrageous, that type of thing. Well, on domestic flights, at least, babies get to fly free. As long as you, uh, you know, have them sit on your fucking lap the whole time. Children under the age of two don't need their own seat, and it doesn't cost any extra to bring them on a plane. Now, outside of the U.S., it's a different story. Policies may vary. And for international travel, there's usually a charge, which, uh, which could be as high as 10% or more of the cost of the paid ticket, plus, of course, taxes. Well, a couple arrived at the Tel Aviv airport. And over there, there is a fee. Uh, it's pretty reasonable, though considering how much, you know, uh, plane tickets are on their own. $27. It might be annoying that you have to pay for your, your infant who's going to sit on your lap, but still, okay, $27 is not that bad, especially for an international flight. They were flying to Brussels on Tuesday, and they were traveling with their infant son, but they hadn't paid the airline's $27 fee for an infant in lap. While some reports have said that the parents refused to pay the fee, in fact, 
Ryanair's check-in counter was closed and they simply couldn't pay. So what did they do? Well, they really, really wanted to go to Brussels. So they could either like just go home, be out all that money. You know, those plane tickets are not refundable. Or the other thing they could do, and I'm sure they didn't want to, but if they just sort of left the baby behind, it's a cute baby. Someone would take it. Either an upstanding citizen or or even the police. Someone would come by and pick up the baby, look after it. Then, you know, when the couple gets back from Brussels after their nice vacay, they can track down the kid apologized profusely. The couple deliberated and decided that's that's the way we're going to go with this. We're just going to leave the baby in the airport. They left the baby at the ticket counter and then proceeded to security. Ryanair called Israeli police. Aw, apparently babies left on ticket counters are noticeable. So this plan was short-lived. The parents were located and taken into custody for questioning. The baby was returned to its parents. Did you not get any information out of them during the questioning? Why why would you let the baby back with the parents? They're horrible parents. According to the airport authority, a couple with a baby, holders of a Belgian passport, arrived on a Ryanair flight at Terminal 1 without a ticket for the baby. The couple arrived late for the flight after the flight's check-in counter had closed. They left the basket with the baby and wanted to go to the security check in Terminal 1 to get to the departure gate. The ground service shift manager took the couple back to the flight counters to pick up their baby and called the police and a security guard. After that, the couple took the baby. From babies being left at airports to penises being left at gas stations. Sir, uh, you, you dropped something. I think you're going to want this. Gas station staff were given the shock of their lives when they discovered a real human penis on site. The bizarre discovery was made at a gas station in Alabama just a few days ago on uh, January 30th, a little after 6 a.m. It was a morning penis drop-off. After the discovery, police officers showed up and collected the severed appendage as evidence. Yeah, there's certainly a story there. Might be good to investigate that. According to initial reports, police do not believe the finding is proof of any foul play. Again, something happened. You don't see severed dicks just flopping around gas stations. Someone cut it off, and that's not a normal thing to do. I hope someone cut it off, because uh, if not, that means it's possible that dicks just fall off. An even more horrifying thought. Uh, Yes, according to initial reports, police do not believe the findings is proof of foul play, but it's not clear whose member was found. One employee simply told local reporters... It was a whole dick. A statement at 4 p.m. from the Mobile Police Department stated the incident was not being investigated as an assault or murder, adding it was a mystery. How on earth the penis ended up there? It's not so much the penis I'm concerned with. It's like uh, the person who owned the penis. I'm concerned about their well-being. Closed-circuit television footage, later seen by local reporters, apparently show a black truck pulling into a gas station at around 6.15 a.m. to fill up. Then, as the truck is pulling away, the penis falls out onto the parking lot. Once the report was made, a heavy police presence attended the store, located in the port city of Mobile on Alabama's Gulf Coast. The area was taped off while police investigated the incident, which has caused a stir in the local community. 
how big of a stir. I wonder if it competes to that time a bunch of people in Mobile, Alabama thought they saw a leprechaun. Curiosity leads to large crowds in Mobile's Crichton community. Many of you bring binoculars, camcorders, even camera phones to take pictures. To me, it looked like a leprechaun to me. I got to do look up in the tree. Who else in the leprechaun say yeah? Yes, while many people did think it was a leprechaun, others had different theories. Could be a crackhead that got hold to the wrong stuff and it told him to get up in a tree and play a leprechaun. Wow, that is a true oldie but a goodie. I think this story came out, what, in like 2005 or something? Although my favorite guy who's interviewed in that piece is the dude who's going to rent a backhoe and uproot that tree. I want to know where the gold's at. Don't we all, dude? Don't we all? I'm gonna run a backhoe and uproot that tree. I wanna know where the gold is. I want the gold. Give me the gold. Alright, well, as for the severed penis that was found rolling around the parking lot of a gas station, police are still investigating. There you go. That, my friends, is your distorted news for Wednesday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you freaks, and there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Yada, yada, yada. All right, let's check in with a few freaks here. Oh, hey, queer. So I signed up for the side show about a year ago, and I've been catching up, and I want to let you know that I've I just hit the bunny crush era, and, oh, no. and I'm falling in love with you all over again, Tim. Aww. Love you, Timmy Boo. Thank you so much, and thank you for being a Sideshow member. He didn't call me the F word, but he did call me a queer. I'm okay with that, too. As long as those payments clear, I have no problem being humiliated. Hey, Tim. First time caller. Just calling in to let you know it's corpse paint. Not oh, is everyone Okay, we're right, still bye. on that, huh? I'm surprised at how many people knew what the fuck corpse paint was. Never heard of it. I guess because I don't live that lifestyle, man. Easily tell uh, which of you were fucking emo freaks a few years ago. Hey, Tim, big fan. Uh, just listen to your Super Mario test the patience, and Jesus Christ, that was annoying. Just oh, curious why someone didn't like it. You decided to tell people before the test of patience that there is one. Why not just play it and piss people off more? Oh. All right, have a good Christmas. Bye. A little behind on the voicemails, per usual. Well, first of all, the the test of patience are always at the beginning of the show. So whether I do an introduction or not, it's going to be in the first you know few seconds of the show. I even go a step further than that because I'm afraid that uh, some of you might not enjoy how annoying the songs are. I talked about this yesterday. I, I try to pick out test of patience, uh, test of patiences <laughs> that are annoying, but also kind of catchy and kind of interesting. Like listening to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle theme song in 30 different languages. There's a chance you could, you know, you'd want to sit through and listen to all of that. And a lot of you freaks do. But I do go a step further. And I also mark the entire test of patience in uh, chapter markers. So you could just tap to the next chapter and basically just fast forward real quick. It's way better than fast forwarding because, you know, you're going to fast forward every 30 seconds. You don't know when the test of patience stops. So you can just move right on to the next chapter. See the things I do for you? Yesterday, I think we had someone call in saying how much they loved the Mario test of patience. This guy did not. So what can I say? It's very polarizing. Finally, uh, I got an email. I wanted to mention this because uh, on yesterday's Sideshow exclusive podcast, a freak submitted a, uh, a gay rap song for me to, to play. He literally said, why doesn't Tim ever play 
good music. You know, I'm always playing Linda Finkel Hall of Famers and shit like that, right? So I, I played uh, this uh, song on the show, and I, uh, I, you know, of course, I loved it because it's dirty, filthy, gay stuff being being rapped about. And uh, today I got an email from that artist. His name is Chris Conde. He said, thank you so much for your mention of my new song. Uh, one of your subscribers sent me a clip of me talking about it. So that's how he heard about it. I felt kind of bad, though, because, uh, you know, it was on a Sideshow exclusive episode. So not everyone could listen. Right. And, uh, you know, if you're a musical artist, you want more exposure. You want more people listening to your music and uh, being able to, to find it. So I thought. Because I enjoyed that song and because uh, Chris was nice enough to, to message me, I'd tell all you guys about his song called uh, Comb. <laughs> C-O-M-B. Here's just a little taste of that. Come on my beard. Come on my mustache. Come on my face and come on my ass. Come on my beard. Come on my mustache. You know why I think I like this song? Yes, I like to come on beards. But no, that's not why I like the song. I'm not typically into rap. I mean, you've seen me. Do I look like someone who enjoys rap? I'm way too white and dorky looking. But to me, Chris would fit in well with uh, the super group <laughs> La Sexaflex. Like if La Sexaflex ever came out of retirement and started producing new music, I could definitely see Chris either joining the group or being like a special guest singer. I'm trying to find a La Sexa Flex song quickly here. Unfortunately, the first one that popped up is... So what we're saying. He's got some poop on his face. And a burger in his butt. Poop on his face. I don't think Chris would participate in a song like that. But, oh, here's one. Uh, Marriott... Cock Squat. It's a song all about uh, weird sex stuff going down in a Marriott hotel, I think. Marriott Cock Squat. We got a freaky sex party room 23. Got a furry and a dragon from Hornily. We got Princess Leia and she's down on her knees. Gonna lick Han Solo fuck a Manchichi. Frodo Baggins, your dick be dragging all over the floor. I wanna get more from the fellowship. You get the idea there. Of course, Lasexaflex also played one of my favorite songs, uh, Toxic, <laughs> Toxic Shock Syndrome, all about the things that you can stuff in your pussy that would cause toxic shock. But anyway, that, that's Lasexaflex. They're long gone. Now we have Chris Conde. I'm a bad bitch with a fat ass. I suck dick and I rap fast, but I fuck slow. So you know, these dudes blowing huge loads all over me and then inside. Riding up on that dick, right? Then I pull it out and go ass to mouth because I'm a nasty hoe to come turn me out. I mean, any song about ass to mouth and you, you've won me over. Again, I will provide a link on the show notes today to Spotify, specifically uh, Chris's song, Come On My Beard. America's new national anthem. I'm pulling for it. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Watch you guys email me, show at distortedview.com. Voicemail line for you, 206-666-4463. That's 206-666-OGOD. Is it OGOD? Go away, commie bastard, you liberal cocksuckers. Spread the distortion, STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Tomorrow's episode is going to be another Sideshow exclusive one. If you want to hear it, you got to sign up, superfreaksideshow.com. Otherwise, I'll see you back on Friday to end the week. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody.
Have you or a loved one ordered panties from MyCrustyPanties.com? If you've licked, chewed, or sucked clean a MyCrusty Panty, call the Levinch Group today. Jennifer's discharge is loaded with hepatitis C, chlamydia, syphilis, meningitis, womanagitis, cochil fungus benetine, HIV-1, HIV-2, the AIDSening, HIV-3, the directed DVD illness that's way worse than HIV-1 or 2. If you've experienced any adverse symptoms since chewing on panties with dried up snatch sludge on them, call the Levinge Group now. You may be entitled to substantial compensation for your very gross fetish and even worse decision-making skills. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrod Media Group. Learn more at scrod.net.